0: my gosh, you guys, I literally like just finished recording this entire episode. And when I went to go upload it, I realized that it was my 100th episode. So I had to get back on here to say that because I can't believe that I've recorded a 100 episodes of the empowered podcast. So I just wanted to say thank you guys so much. I couldn't have done it without you. And I know that always sounds so cheesy when people say that, but it's so true. I really appreciate you guys listening to my episodes, whether you've been here from the very beginning or somewhere in the middle, or maybe you're totally new, or maybe this is your first episode ever and you're like, wow, Miranda, calm down. I've never even listened to you. Anyways, you're here and I just wanted to say thank you guys. Thank you so much for being here with me to reach this milestone of 100 episodes If you guys want to help me celebrate, which would mean so much, I would love it if you guys left me a written review on Apple Podcasts or left me a review on Spotify or maybe even both. Um, This way it can help other people find me and connect with me and I can help them as well. Okay, I just wanted to say thank you guys again and let's start our 100th episode. (laughs) Guys, welcome to the Empowered Podcast, hosted by your girl Miranda Lee. I hope you're ready to get confident, throw away the all-or-nothing mindset, fully surrender to God, and strive to be one percent better every day. Don't forget, you are enough, you are worthy, and you are loved. Alrighty, let's get this party started. Hey you guys, welcome back. We are on our final week of the Intuitive Eating April series. We've had so many amazing guests. If you guys haven't had a chance to listen to all of them yet, make sure to go back after this episode and listen to these interviews for this Intuitive Eating April series because we've learned so much and it's been so great. Today's episode we are going to kind of take a step back and really focus on how to get rid of the diet mentality that diet culture has really taught us because as we know intuitive intuitive eating is not a diet it is anti-diet and how it differs from a diet is that intuitive eating doesn't have a strict set of rules it is more of a self-care framework and it's very um, unique and individual to each person Um, but it can be kind of hard to fully commit to intuitive eating when you are still holding on super tight to all these food rules that diet culture Taught us so today we are going to talk about how to really get out of this diet mentality and learn the things that you probably didn't even realize um, was diet culture just chilling out, hanging out in your brain, telling you what you should and shouldn't be doing. So I made a list of six things that you need to stop doing if you want to get rid of this diet mentality that has just taken a hold on your life and has really gotten, gotten in the way of you having a healthy relationship with food and yourself and your body. Okay, so let's dive right into it. Some of these things you might have already heard, but I have to... Just drill it into your brain because these are very important. So, number one, stop putting labels on food. If you have listened to my podcast before, you know what I'm talking about. Stop labeling foods as good or bad. Foods are not good or bad, they don't have moral value, you guys. Food is just what it is. It is food. Are some foods more um, nutrient dense than others? Yes, are some foods more processed than others? Yes, those are the facts, but none of those things that I just said make a food good or bad. Food is just what it is. It is neutral and it is food, but there are other things that we label our foods. We label certain foods as healthy or unhealthy. We label foods as clean or unclean that's like been the new thing lately like people like oh I'm eating clean and it's like what does that mean like I hope you've been washing your fruits and vegetables this whole time no I'm just kidding but yeah people like have replaced the word healthy with clean and I'm assuming that means like when you eat clean that you're just not eating processed foods and okay like that doesn't make you a better person (laughs) first of all (laughs) but that was just a side note um, but that's just another thing that we label foods is clean, healthy, so many different labels, um, that we give these products and, you know, even, oh man, even these food companies have given into that too. And that's how they sucker you in to buying Um, certain foods. will be like, oh, guilt-free, like this food's guilt-free. So you're like, oh man, these potato chips must be better than another brand of potato chips. And at the end of the day, potato chips are potato chips. They're not good. They're not bad. They aren't clean or unclean. They aren't guilt-free or guilt-full just because it's a certain type of brand. And that's how they label it. You guys stop putting labels on foods and focus on the facts. I was actually, I I talked about this in another episode, but like the fact that I was in a gym the other day and it said, do you know the difference between good carbs and bad carbs? Oh my gosh, that's just another example. Brown rice isn't bad or good and white rice isn't bad or good. It doesn't work that way. Stop labeling foods. And this leads to um, the second thing you need to stop doing is stop putting labels on yourself. You are not bad because you decided to eat a brownie. You were not good because you picked out a salad when you went out to dinner with your friends. Your worth and your value is not based off of what you eat. So stop labeling yourself based on things that you eat or on if you work out or don't work out. Like... Oh, I'm being so bad today. I'm being so good. Stop saying that. <laughs> it's not true. And this is something we... Like, diet culture has really, really, like, taught us to say that. Literally, I hear everyone saying it. Like, oh, no, I'm going to be good. I'm not going to have a cookie. Or, oh, it's Friday. I'll be bad. And um, I'll have this instead of that. Stop labeling everything. This... we We give food and diet culture, just so much power over us. It does not determine our worth, our enoughness as individuals. So stop. Stop saying these things out loud. And I really hope that my child and my future daughter, if I ever have a daughter, never hears me saying that I'm being bad because I wanted to eat something that I enjoyed. So if you have kids, or you know kids, um, or you just know people in general, which is all of us. The point I'm trying to say is other people are listening, so really be careful of your language. This isn't just about yourself anymore, you guys. This is about the next generation. This is about the people in your lives that you care about, because when you say that you are bad because you decided, because you decided to eat a cupcake at a birthday party, you know, these children are going to hear that and they are going to associate their food choices with whether they are enough or not. So let's change our language, like I said, not just for ourselves but for others around us too. Alright, number three, the third thing we need to stop doing is stop using food as a reward and exercise as a punishment. Food and exercise are once again, they just are. They are neutral things, and they are both amazing things. But they shouldn't be um, used as a reward or a punishment. And what I mean by this is, you know, a lot of people will say like, "Oh well, wow, like I worked, I worked out so hard, like I totally earned this bagel and cream cheese," or saying like, "Okay, if I, um, if I lift weights and do the." aqua aerobics class today then you know i can i can order pizza tonight at dinner like food isn't a reward like we need food to survive (laughs) like food is something that we literally need you cannot go without so why are we treating it as a reward and this goes back to number one stop putting labels on food a lot of the times we'll say that these quote unquote bad foods which no such thing once again these bad foods is are what we can use as a reward this is a horrible mindset to have you guys if you are craving a slice of pizza at dinner time when you go out with your friends have a slice of pizza if you are craving dessert you don't have to earn it if it is something you want and it's something that you are going to enjoy then get it if it's not then don't get it. It's as simple as that. So stop saying that food is a reward and on the other hand stop saying that exercise is a punishment. Just because you maybe overate for a meal or maybe ate something um, that you would normally deem as bad or unhealthy doesn't mean that you have to work out harder or longer. Exercise is supposed to be a celebration of what your body can do. Your body wants to move. Your body wants to be active. These are things that honestly, like exercise should be basically a reward because it gives us endorphins. It gives us, you know, serotonin. It gives us it just gives us so many amazing things. It makes us feel good. It gives us energy. It helps us sleep better at night. Um, You know, you can be being a stronger version of yourself, a faster version of yourself, a more flexible version of yourself. Exercise is something that you should be enjoying. And if you have the mindset of, I have to do this because I ate too much of X, Y, or Z, like you are literally never going to look forward to working out. So stop using food as a reward and exercise as a punishment. All right, number four. Stop it with the all or nothing mindset. I literally talk about this every single episode, I feel like, but it is, I think, the most important. Just because you weren't the most perfect version of yourself doesn't mean you can just have the mindset of screw it, I'm just going to stop caring and we'll start over on Monday or thinking that, oh, I've been so good, there you go, putting a label on yourself again, that... I have to stick to it and I can't maybe eat something that you are craving or something that you know that you would enjoy if you ate it because you have these labels. Stop it with the all or nothing mindset. You can you can have a salad and fruit for lunch and then have a carne asada burrito for dinner. That does not change your worthiness. It does not make you, it should not, be a thing where you're like, oh my gosh, I fell off the wagon. Like We'll try again next time. It's literally life. We should be living life in this gray area. We should allow ourselves to be flexible and that is okay. So stop thinking of yourself as living in a black or a white, an all or a nothing, and start being okay with being in the center this gray area that you know what some days you might get more movement some days you might get less some days you might eat a lot less processed foods and more whole foods and some days you might enjoy going out to eat and celebrating with family and friends nothing is good nothing is bad it is literally just life and your body will tell you what it wants all right, moving on to number 5. Number 5 is stop putting a timeline on your health. Especially with summer coming up, I am hearing it literally all the time. People have these super small um like really specific health goals that they think like, all right, in the next 1, 2 or 3 months, I'm going to lose a bunch of weight and, you know, look amazing in a bikini and then and then what? Does that just end? Do you achieve that? And then do you go back to whatever old habits that you have? That is literally giving in to diet culture, you guys, by putting a timeline on your health. Health and wellness is supposed to be seen as a journey, not a destination. And unfortunately, when we have a timeline, when we have this set destination, it makes us feel like we have to be perfect. And in this short period of time, we have to be the absolute best, healthiest version of ourselves. Otherwise, we are a failure. And that's not true. You need to see health and wellness as a journey where even if um, you might not be perfect, it is something that you are learning from. We are constantly evolving and growing. And I don't know about you, but I want to continue to grow in my health and wellness journey i don't want it to just stop and realistically when we have this end date it puts so much more stress and it just kind of gets in the way of basically our our why and our worth we feel like if we don't like reach this specific health goal like let's say for the summer you're trying to like lose 10 or 20 pounds to look better in a swimsuit or whatever this crazy thing that diet culture has has told us is should be a goal in our life we actually end up going so hard and we usually try to achieve this goal in a way that's actually really unhealthy like Undereating eating and over exercising and not treating our body with the love and the respect and the calories that your body deserves and needs to literally survive. So honestly putting this timeline on your health and seeing health as like this destination really leads to unhealthy decisions and just once again giving in to diet culture. All right the last one number six is you need to stop making your body your only why. I actually have this entire podcast episode about it. If you want to go back and listen to it, it's episode 66. But if you if your only why to eat healthy and to get in the gym and work out is so you look a certain way, is so you weigh a certain number, is so you fit into a certain pant size, that Ugh, that's diet mentality right there. That's all I got to say. But that is really not going to be anything that motivates you. It's never going to be satisfying because, okay, you're going to get to that weight, you're going to get to that pant size, and it's not going to feel good enough and then if you don't get there if you don't reach that certain weight or pant size that you were hoping for you are going to feel like a failure and you're going to feel like you're not worthy your why should go way beyond your body and it shouldn't it shouldn't be dependent on your body at all not at least on how it looks or what size it is if maybe you're trying to you know, be healthier version of yourself so you can have more energy to play with your kids Um, or you can be alive longer so you can beat the odds of maybe an illness or a disease that runs in your family like that is such a much better why and a much more motivating why than just being like I want to weigh this amount because that's what society says looks best in a two-piece that's not a great why, that's not a very motivating why, and it's not very satisfying either, like once you get it, like okay, that's it, (laughs) then what, then what, it's just that your body should not be your why, you guys, and if your body is literally your only why, that is all diet culture, so listen to that episode, episode number 66, but okay, so we went through all six of these things that we need to stop doing so we can really get out of the diet mentality. Um, I'll go over it just real quick. Number one, stop putting labels on food. Number two, stop putting labels on yourself. Number three, stop using food as a reward and exercise as a punishment. Number four, stop the all or nothing mindset. Number five, stop putting a timeline on your health. And number six, stop making your body your only why. Okay, that was... (laughs) That was a lot of stopping that we need to do, but I'm sure I went over when I was going over this list, there might be one or two things that really um, jump out to you as something you need to focus on. And like I said in the very beginning, intuitive eating is a self-care framework and it really has to do with our mindset. And if we want to heal that relationship with food and our bodies, it really needs to start internally with your thoughts. So real quick, I have three things that are going to make this process easier. It's going to basically set you up for more success for really getting out of this diet mentality. Number one is to stop following certain pages on social media. We kind of believe and listen or are like biased toward the things that we see every day so if you are constantly following an instagram page that is like only doing before and afters of maybe a larger version of themselves to a smaller version of themselves you your brain is going to be taught that you are worth more if you lose weight if you are following these keto pages or these extreme exercise pages you guys don't follow pages like that like no wonder you have this diet mentality no wonder we all do there are things on the internet that just just aren't very motivating and uplifting and they make us feel like we're not good enough and they just really push the diet mentality and diet culture's agenda so unfollow those pages make sure you're following pages um like mine or pages of the people I've interviewed for Intuitive Eating April, you know, those are people that um, are not all about losing weight. They're not about um, giving into diet culture. They they promote intuitive eating and body acceptance and that's what we should be surrounding ourselves with. So really be aware of who you follow on social media along with like the things that you're watching on television too because you know, those things really, um, (laughs) they really shape our thoughts and our opinions, especially when it comes to diet culture. All right, number two, this one's really important, and it's to set boundaries with friends and family. So if people are, you know, maybe talking about diets or making a comment on their own body or, heaven forbid, making a comment on your body, you know, set boundaries. Say, you know, I don't like talking about weight loss or, um, you know, diet culture or just dieting in general set these boundaries and not only will it be good for you but it'll probably be good for them as well because a lot of people don't even recognize that the things that they're saying are harmful to others and themselves and it's just going to be more beneficial for you while trying to heal yourself in this journey you know, set boundaries. This isn't something I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about our bodies. I don't want to talk about diets. I don't want to label foods a certain way. Um, so, you know, stand up for yourself. It's going to be really awkward in the beginning, but I promise it, it'll really help you. And it's something that I've been trying to do not only like set boundaries, but kind of raise awareness to this toxic diet culture that has just made way into our everyday conversations. That's just, it's just so crazy cause we've normalized it. So let's unnormalize it. <laughs> All right, number three, the last one. Um, I'm sure you saw it coming is hire a coach, you guys. Seriously, you don't have to go through this journey yourself, whether it's me, or it's another coach, maybe someone else that you really click with. Find someone that really, you know, you mesh with and that can help you in this journey cuz, you know, intuitive eating, it's a lifestyle change. Like I said earlier, health and wellness is a journey, not a destination. So have someone in your corner, have someone who's gone through it and who specializes it specializes in it and who, you know, literally coaches people to heal their relationship with food and their body as a a career. So someone like me, that's what I do. I want to help you. I want to be there for you. I want to give you the tools and I want to help you get from point A to point B in a faster time frame than if you had to go through it all by yourself. So if you are interested in coaching and you think that I would be a good fit for you, I'd absolutely love to talk to you about it. I do have some openings for coaching still. So if you are interested, you can send me an email at thisismirandalee at gmail.com or you can DM me on Instagram at thisismirandalee. All right, so the three things that will make this process easier One, stop following certain pages on social media. Two, setting boundaries with friends and family. And three, hiring a coach. This will definitely, all these three things will definitely make this process a lot smoother and easier for you. All right. I feel like (laughs) I've just been talking at like a million miles an hour trying to give you guys all this information, but we're done. We're wrapping it up. I hope this episode was helpful for you. We still have one more episode coming out on Thursday. That will be the end of our Intuitive Eating April series. I really hope you guys have been enjoying it. And remember, with intuitive eating, it all starts with the mindset. It doesn't start around food. Um, or exercise it really starts with our mental relationship that we have with these external factors so let's really focus on healing our insides and then it can lead to healing our outsides all right that is it you guys i hope you enjoyed this episode and i will catch you in a couple days